If you turn your Bibles to Matthew, the book of Matthew, the fourth chapter. Starting at the 18th verse. The Gospel of St. Matthew. Or chapter 18 through the 22nd verse. I'll be reading out of NIV. And it reads, As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net in the lake, for they were fishing. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father, Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Father, we thank you for your word. Holy Spirit, word my mouth and I may speak what the Father has for us today, that we may grow and be encouraged by the word and be strengthened by the word. Yes, we bless you and thank you in Jesus' name. Jesus, Amen. Amen. You may have a sense. I noticed a very familiar verse of scripture when we talk about the disciples when Jesus came to them. And what we'd like to do for our thought today, what the Holy Spirit is giving us for this, is the following the instruction manual. Yeah. Following the instruction manual. We'll look at three different points today. Repentance works and one of the past God's favorite thing is fishing. Amen. Repentance works and fishing. Jesus said to disciples in the 19th verse, he said, come, follow me. There is something noticeable about what Jesus said, come. And if you look at today when someone comes to Christ, you would see that someone would think you have to stop this, start this, whatever. But you'll notice that when he said come, they just came as they were. And, and sometimes that gets lost. And in understanding the instruction that the Father has given us, he gave us Romans 10 and 9. And, and it says, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be saved. Amen? Yeah. Didn't say you had to go to a certain church. Didn't say you had to wear something different. Didn't give you other instructions as far as preparation for it. 
he just tells us that if we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe that your heart has raised, that God has raised him to the dead, you will be saved. That's it. That's it. That's about following the instructions of the man. And the man we're talking about is the word of God. And the first part of that is God is looking for a yes and not for us to think twice, but a yes. In repentance, the first point, repentance is what? Denying ourselves is turning away from what we were before, right? It's not to put on this again. It's not to put on this or take off that. First thing is to turn. You notice that when Jesus said, uh, come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people at once. At once they left. That's what happens when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of our hearts. I, I remember, I remember when I was at church, it was a Sunday, and it was a, a three o'clock service, a five o'clock service, at King Solomon Baptist Church in Abilene, Texas. And I was sitting in the back, just going to church for that evening. Uh, at that time, I was going to church, I wasn't at the church. And the world was going for it. I had no plans on that day of giving my life to the Lord. No plans. I said no plans because I had other plans. So, I'm sitting in my chair in the pew and I felt myself being pulled when they had an invitation. It was crazy. Literally, I thought this was something like one of those things where you feel yourself floating out like this. I said, what is, and I'm trying to hold back, don't let me go up there with all these people looking at me. But when the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit, which are both the same, pulls on you and woos you, and your soul has been crying out for so long to come to him, it's like you, no one else is in the room. No one else is there. It's almost like having that toe. You ever see those movies where somebody's going, walking, and every, all the sides are blacked out, and you see them walking, and they're like moving slowly? That's what it was. I kid you not. And I was just, what is happening to me? But I needed it. It's like, it's like taking medicine that you don't want, but you need it. And I needed the Lord in my life badly because I was totally lost because I thought I was okay. And as I was coming to the front, of course, they had the chairs out. I walk up and I turn around and I sit. And tears start coming. I said, oh, no. Everyone's looking. And I didn't care. I didn't care because I wasn't thinking about them. All I knew is that I needed him. And it happened all at once. No time to contemplate. And that's what happens when God looks on the heart of us. He didn't look on where I was. He looked on what I needed. Yes. He looked beyond my thoughts and the songs and saw my need. And he 
pulled me toward him because of his great love for me. Not my love for him, but for his love for me. He knew that I was lost and he said, listen, come unto me. And when I came to him, that's when I realized what repentance was. It was saying yes to him and no to everything else. Mm -hmm. let, me, let me say it again because sometimes we get the part about repentance and we understand the 180 turning away. We forget the part about, pardon? What, what was that? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Got that part. But we forget about the part, a part about in your actions, you're saying yes. You're saying yes. Which leads us to the next point, which is our works. I could have sat back there all I wanted to. But it wouldn't mean anything until there was some feet put to those that yes and coming up front. Because there are some things that God is going to do for us. He'll give us the strength to do it. But it has to be after we have confessed with our mouth. And our body falls suit to what we just did. And our heart takes over all our inhibitions. Yes. And we start looking to follow mm -hmm. the instructions of the manual that God has given us. Following the instruction manual. These works come when we realize that we are really weary. As Matthew 11, 28 and 29 says, Come unto me, all you who are weary and who are burdened, and I will give you rest. <coughs> Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. I know after a long day, you, you remember, you just want a little peace. We call it downtime. But we just want a little peace. We just want some rest. There is no rest outside of God. It's like going to it's like going to sleep with your eyes closed, but not getting any rest. You ever been to sleep and you're more tired than, than when you wake up than you were when you went to bed, and you realize your eyes were closed, but you didn't get any rest. And we long for that. But that's what God gives us when he sends his truth, which is his word, which is the instruction man that shows us how to live this life. When God calls us, he not only calls us and tells us to come, but he also gives us instructions. When the disciples came, he said, I will send you out. He said, come follow me. And he said, I will send you out to fish for men. We sing the song, I will make you fishers of men. He went right to what they knew what to do. They knew how to fish, so they understood. And God would meet us of what we needed to give us understanding, so we understand the instructions that we have. Because there's nothing more, I guess, frustrating then to get ready to put some together, some instructions, and read it and don't understand what they're talking about. That's very frustrating. The Bible says this, the scripture says this, you will know the truth, and the truth will 
set you free. In King James, it says, you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. That's John 8 and 32. Truth is what we need to understand how to live this life. You don't need fairy tales. We don't need to know about some stories about what happened. But I need truth. But truth only comes by being led by the Spirit of God. That's how we walk this thing out. Everything that is created comes with instructions. Everything that is created comes with instructions. Which means you and I came with instructions. And to be what we are supposed to be, we must seek the one and true God who knows what our finished product should be and how we should operate in this earth. And that's why we, that, that thing that always resonates in our hearts, in our minds, what is my purpose? We want instructions. What am I supposed to be doing here while I'm on this planet Earth? What am I supposed to be doing? That question, even after you find the answer, you're still asking, okay, am I doing what I'm supposed to do? We won't know until we follow the instructions, and the instructions only come out until you start walking those that instructions out. If you don't start moving on the instructions, you'll never find out what the end of it is. Even though you see the, what it says, you know, we say we read the end of the book, we're victorious. Well, if you never walk it out, you won't know, understand what victory is until we walk in it, until we have experience it for ourselves. Fishing. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. I will send you out to fish for, for people. I will show you something you think you already know, but I'm going to show you how to fish for this particular thing, people. Not fish, but people. Different technique. Even though I am free of the demands, I, you know, we have liberty, but we can't use our liberty to sin. We have to still follow the instructions, the manual. Because sometimes I think I know what to do and I start doing it because I read it and I close the book and I walk this thing out and it doesn't work like I think it should work. I thought I read it right. That's why it's so important to know what the Word of God says. It really is. We were at, uh, we were talking yesterday and I was asked some questions about, basic questions about the Bible, what's the book, is this, and things like that. It wasn't a test for anybody, it's just to keep us sharp. Because if we say this is our, this is what we believe in, the question is, what do you believe in? Which one are you, what are you talking about? Are you talking about all 68 books when there's only 66? Are you talking about the uh, second chapter of Jude when there's only one chapter? 
Those are things, basic things that we have to know if we're going to follow the instruction manual, what God has given us. If we don't know it, then we're, we're, it's like I was before I accepted Christ. I believed in Jesus. I believed I was going to heaven. But the manual I was following was nothing like the word that I, what I was supposed to be following. I was looking unto myself and looking around me and thinking, I'm not as bad as that person. I'm not as bad as that person. So I'm okay. I'm not doing bad. And God is merciful. And so comparing me with them, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. That's the way I saw myself before I realized that I was totally lost, thinking I was okay. That's why we need the instruction man and to follow. Many times I've started to assemble something with instructions. I know you have too. I started out ensuring that everything was in the box and that I had the right tools. I'm ready. Laid everything out. Then as I was putting the things together, I, I think I got the gist of it, so I just slide the instructions over to the side because I've done it a couple times. The next step seemed like the same. And then I get to the end, I say, wait a minute, this is not working like it's supposed to do. And then I go back and read the instructions. Oh, that was supposed to have been turned this way. But you see how easy you can get off if you don't follow the instructions and you think you've got it and it's, it's close enough? You ever seen some of that stuff that kind of tilted and you finish with it, don't look like the picture? That's because the instructions wasn't followed. And sometimes we have to get more clarity. Sometimes we have to ask somebody, can you explain what that step is? That's why we have to... That's why we have to come together and learn of the word and, and, and get deeper into it because it may not be as clear. It may not be as simple. Somebody else will read, somebody like, you know, somebody who's very mechanical, because that's not me, could look at something and say, oh, that's what, that's the gym, uh, that's the thing about that connects to the uh, doohickey there. Oh, that's what it is? Now I got it, but they look, I'm looking at, could you translate this for me? But that's about following instruction, but I, I, I made the mistake by assuming that I knew what to do. And God never asked us to assume. He said, I will send you a comforter. He will guide you into all truths, not some, all of them. So we never have a chance where we, we have to go out on our own unless we want to go on our own. I've been out on my own, and I've seen the result. Not pretty. Not at all. So, I'm coming to a close. We talked about repentance, works, and fishing. Understanding that in order to do these things, to be fishing men, we have to follow the manual how God says do it. To teach them, teach them His way. To, to, to instruct them, to show, to live a life in front of them, to be witnesses in front of them. Witness means that I'm declaring that I know what the truth is and I stake my life in what I believe in. I have credibility. We talked about that last week. The Lord is asking us to come and follow him and he will make us according to the word of God and the guidance of the Holy Spirit on how to follow the instruction manual. And because of that, he's asking us to not to give up on because 
If we make a mistake on following the manual, he's not going to cast us out because, oh, sorry, you don't get a do-over. Because the truth be told, according to the songs that we were sing singing today, he really has uh, given us many do-overs than, we, than uh, we would give ourselves. That's what we talk about. He's been better to us than we've been to ourselves. And I thank God for his mercy. One of the things that uh, I hope that we get out of this word today is that this is not just a binder or just whatever what you have, whether you have the NIV message or New King James, the King James Version. This is not just declaration. This is a, a living manual of how we should live our life. And it's, and it's lived through faith and trusting and believing. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And that's what we want to do. We were created to make his praise glorious and to worship him in spirit and in truth. There's that word again. And to do that, we have to follow the instruction manual of the Lord. Amen.